the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Today is a continuation of our series on Messiah. Today we will look at sharing Messiah's message. But first, We've got to pray. (laughs) Lord, help us. Father, we want the message to go out so that people will be transformed. And so we're asking, Lord, for an amazing anointing to speak your words, to speak your heart, to speak your love. Lord, we need an anointing so that not only we can say the right things, but they'll be received. And, and they'll be transformative. So, Lord, here we are. We're going to look at your word. We're asking, Father, that you would do a mighty work in all of us, that we could truly be your disciples, and that um, you would receive the glory for all that we do. We thank you. We praise you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. I just wanted to mention to you today, if you'd like to help us financially, call Karen at 813-831-5673. We'd certainly appreciate it. Uh, Mention to you also about these yard signs. If you'd like to buy them, they're actually $5 each. You just pick them up at one of our three synagogues, uh, Wesley Chapel, South Tampa, and St. Pete. And uh, you have to call first, though. <laughs> and um, so the, the one says, I vote pro-life. The other says, I vote pro-family. And the third says, I vote pro-Israel. You can buy one. You can buy three. You can buy ten of each. <laughs> so, uh, again, uh, we, we'd love for you to have this. And finally, today, you know, I'm going to be talking about sharing our faith. And, and I have two handouts that you can receive. Uh, One is called Sharing God's Word from the Hebrew Bible. Secondly, how to approach people with the good news, and part of that is the Jewish way to Yeshua. So you ask for those two from Karen, and she'll be happy to email them to you. I think you'll find them very valuable. 
gospel and sharing your faith. Uh, again, our phone number is 813-831-5673. Finally, this past Wednesday night was Rosh Kodesh, you know, the, the new moon. And starting um, that evening, Wednesday evening, I've called for a 40-day time of prayer and fasting in our congregation, which will end on Yom Kippur. Feel free to join us and start today. It's a few days late. But here's the thing. If you want to receive the devotionals that I send out each day for prayer and fasting, you're going to have to call Karen, and she will put you on the list. It's 813-831-5673, and we'll email them these devotionals out to you daily. Okay? Uh, look, the Lord keeps pressing on me that revival is coming. I got somebody who emailed me and said, we're not going to see revival. Uh, that was not encouraging, but I really do believe we will. And whether we do or we don't, God still requires us to have faith that he's going to do amazing things, and there's chaos all around us, there's violence, there's crabby people, they're on edge, and God is working on the hearts and the minds of his people, so let them in, uh, let's strengthen our prayer life, let us uh, really use these 40 days and, of prayer and fasting for revival. We, we are praying for revival. We are praying for transformation of people. I hope you'll join us. And uh, so to begin the teaching today, I, I understand that the following scripture is not normally associated with sharing our faith, but this is kind of God speaking to me, put it on my heart, and so I want to share this with you a bit. It's Isaiah 60, 1 through 3, and it says, Arise. And, well, it says more than that, but uh, let's start with arise. It means get up and go, right? Arise. Shine. And that we are to be a light, uh, a light to the world, right? And then it says, For your light has come. And, and that has to be deep within our spirit so that when we arise and shine, it's because Yeshua is our light and he has come. And it says the glory of Adonai, the Lord, has risen on you. So you just picture, just from the, the, the bottom of your feet to the top of your head, that God's spirit is just falling upon you and with his glory. So, uh, and then it says, verse 2, For bold, uh, behold, darkness covers the earth, and deep darkness the peoples. But uh, Adonai will arise upon you, and his glory will appear over you. Okay, so that's exciting, right? And nations will come to your light, kings to the brilliance of your rising. So I believe this is one of the scriptures that we need to pray and really see this in our lives, that we are the light that God has called us to be. You know, Yeshua's third commandment, you know, the first one, love God, second one, love your neighbor. His third one was go and share and, and, um, and make disciples, right? So we see this in Matthew 28, 19. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. Or when he said in Mark 16, 15, 
go into all the world and proclaim the good news to every creature. And I love this one. It's, you know, uh, where after the resurrection and Yeshua is opening the minds of the disciples to Scripture, right? And in Luke 24, 47 and 48, it says, And that repentance for the removal of sins is to be proclaimed in his name, in, in Yeshua's name, to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And, and I just love hearing this. And, and this, is the, this is what we are to do. Proclaim repentance for the removal of sin and, and just rely on the name of Yeshua in our hearts. So who are we to share with? Well, obviously, we're to share with the whole world. Uh, but Scripture also begins, uh, says that you should begin with the Jewish people. I'm sure you know the scripture, Romans 1.16, for I'm not ashamed of the good news, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who trusts, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So part of living by faith, listen to this for a second, really, part of living by faith is doing something we normally would not do. And so... We would not normally think of, oh, well, I'll share to the Jew first, or that'll be you know, my, on my heart. That's not our normal thing. But living by faith is taking the scripture and putting it in us and following it. And so I believe that means that at the very least, going to Jewish people with the message of Messiah is important. And you know, with the High Holy Days coming up next month, this would be the time to share with them. Get them on Facebook Live. Have them watch our services, especially for the High Holy Days. So we'd love to have you involved with us. If you have, you know, sometimes people email me and say, well, how do I speak to my friend about this? And they're Jewish, okay? But not only this, we see that this is also the heart of Paul. It's, it's obviously the heart of Messiah to the Jew first, but because we, we've seen it in a number of places, and, and we'll see it in some others. But uh, in Paul says in Romans 9, 2, For I would pray that I myself were cursed, banished from Messiah for the sake of my people, my own flesh and blood, who are Israelites. So he's saying he would be willing to lose his inheritance with Yeshua if it, if it would help bring his Jewish people into the kingdom. And Romans 10.1 says, Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and my prayer to God for Israel is for their salvation. This is the heart of Paul. And the heart of Messiah was, look, he always sent his disciples to the synagogues first to share, right? And some people might feel uneasy with this to the Jew first. And, and, but let's realize how uneasy would you be with what Yeshua said specifically in Matthew 15, 24. I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Well, hey, you know what? Scripture can be tough sometimes on us. We, you know, we have to decide if we're going to 
uh, change scripture, ignore scripture, or follow scripture. I mean, you know, that's it. And, you know, the instructions to Christians uh, was to not forget the Jewish people and don't be prideful. And so we see that in Romans 11.11. It says, I say then, they, meaning the Jewish people, did not stumble as to fall, did they? May it never be. But by their, again the Jewish people, by the Jewish people's false step, salvation has come to the Gentiles to provoke Israel to jealousy. Okay, so let's, let us have a little of that, please. <laughs> this is why in the Messianic movement and at Shoresh David, we say our hearts are to share God's good news to everyone, and yet to the Jew first. Not only are we supposed to care about Jewish people and share with them, but we're supposed to get trained on how to do it. Uh, we, I don't know, have you ever been sh trained on how to share the good news of Messiah with anybody? 1 Corinthians 9, start with verse 19. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to all, so that I might win over more of them. Imagine in your mind becoming a slave, having the humility to become a slave in order to win more people to the Lord. I, I just really believe that this is, this is a key for us. That's why we want to be trained, because, because this is our heart to see people come to the Lord. To the Jewish people, I identified as Jews so that I might win over the Jewish people. To those under the Torah, I became like under the Torah, though myself not being under the Torah, so that I might win over those under the Torah. To those outside Torah, like one outside, uh, though not being outside God's Torah, but in Messiah's Torah, so that I might win over those outside Torah. To the weak, I became weak, so that I might win over the weak. I have become all things to all men, so that by all means possible, I might ha save some. Okay. Now, you know, my legalist friends say, well, you don't really save anybody as the Lord. Yeah, we, we get that. But the idea is that Paul is saying he's seeking to do all things by any means possible so that he might have a hand in bringing people to know Yeshua as Messiah. And then the last line of this in verse 23. I do it all for the sake of the good news so that I might be a fellow partaker of it. So I love this. Oh, so what do you glean from this scripture? I'll do whatever I can to share God's good news effectively, sensitively, with understanding and discernment. It doesn't matter how I appear to others. What matters is that I'm obedient to the Lord. So using this as a segue let's see some of the things that we need to know in order to effectively obey the Lord and get trained up. So, and now we're going to turn to the handouts. Well, I know you don't have the handouts. 
So you're going to have to call Karen if you'd like these handouts. So the first one is called How to Approach People with the Good News. So the first thing I would say to you is this. You know, this is really difficult to explain because there's so many different circumstances that you will have with people. So you don't know exactly what circumstance you'll be in. Are you meeting somebody that you already know? Are you meeting somebody just in the supermarket you never met before? It is is it a good place to talk, a bad place to talk? Is somebody in a rush? Are they not in a rush? You know, so they're all different things, and we can't go over each and every possibility. But I'm going to give you some general principles that hopefully you'll be able to apply to the situation that you find yourself in. So number one, and we said this a few weeks ago in another topic, but number one is know who you are talking to. If you don't know what people think and believe, you are most likely going to step in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to misspeak because assuming is not a good thing. And we, I just think of the times you've gotten into trouble because you assumed that somebody believed one way and they actually believed another. So the first thing you do is know who you're talking to and the way you know about them is to ask them questions. So one of the first questions you can ask is, did you grow up with faith in God? And so if you can ask that question, that could lead to many, many different type of answers. And so I, I really would hope that you could, um, you could use a, a broad question like that and let them talk about their faith. They'll probably talk about their current faith, their history, faith of their family, their faith growing up. All of these things are really helpful. And then you might say, uh, if they're Jewish, you say, are you a member of a synagogue? Or you might just say something broader, like, where do you currently worship God? Assuming that they said they believed in God, right? And you say, oh, is this a place you attend regularly? You know, look, if, if you don't know whether the person believes in God, you might have to start there. And you say, do you believe in God? right? Or do you believe in the Bible, that, that it's God's Word? These are important things, or sometimes it's good to ask, you know, a, a little different type of question, like, do you believe there's heaven and hell? You know? Um, and then there, you know, um, when you're talking to uh, people, in particular Jewish, uh, you might refer them to a scripture and say, how would you interpret that scripture for me? Explain to me how you see it. And we'll look at some of that a little later. So number two, <laughs> share what they need to know, not what you feel you need to tell them. Yeah. Uh, I love the scripture.
scripture that says, when words are many, sin is unavoidable. And sometimes we just enjoy talking about our favorite scripture so much, and we totally lose the person we're talking to. This is not for us to educate them. This is for us to turn their heart to the Lord. And so our goal is more specific than just filling them with what we know. What we have to do is fill them what they need to know to make an informed decision. Okay? We're together here? Now, if you feel this is necessary, you can say this as well, especially if they say, are you involved in Messianic Judaism, and maybe you're not, but either way, uh, a sort of a, an explanation of Messianic Judaism. It's a movement of Jews and those not born Jewish who believe that Yeshua is the Jewish Messiah. They come together in unity with a desire to live a biblically Jewish life. They're not living a Jewish life. It's a biblically Jewish life, which means we keep Shabbat, we keep the holy days, that kind of stuff. And the thing that will speak to most Jewish people is not that we're going to live a biblically Jewish lifestyle. The thing, actually, that will speak to them is that we come together in unity, that we are a diverse group of people who come together in order to worship God. The unity portion, because Jewish people are big on social justice, and so what is, the, what is the desired result of social justice should be a unity, even though it isn't. But, you know, real, realistically, that's what they're hoping for. And that's what I believe we provide. We come together in unity to worship the Lord. Now, uh, number four is questions they might ask you. Are you ready to answer questions? Now, one of the things is it's important for you to keep control but some of, these, uh, of the conversation, but some of these questions will be good. Like, for instance, are you Jewish? So if you are, if you're not, depending, you, you just explain that. If you're not Jewish, why do you choose to live this way? Why do you choose to follow the Bible? Why do you choose, you know, whatever they're really asking? Uh, some of these might not be pertinent to you, like do, do the children at your synagogue have a bar mitzvah? Um, what does your family think about where you attend? That's always an interesting question. Um, then if they're a little more combative and they're Jewish, they might say, you're just like Hitler, stealing Jewish children away. And believe it or not, that's something that you hear often. So uh, yeah, it's hard to believe, but <laughs> I've run out of time. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, we're going to have to continue this because I'm not nearly finished. We're going to continue this next week. But I, I pray this radio program ministers to you. You'll consider uh, possibly a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. We'd love it. Uh, remember the three signs uh, that you can purchase from us. Uh, Pro-life. Uh, these are yard signs, so you stick them in your yard, right? Pro-life. I vote pro-life. I vote pro-family. And I vote pro-Israel. 
Uh, also, I have these two handouts that I'm speaking from this week and next week, so I'd love for you to uh, get those. And join us for prayer and fasting. And all of these things can be answered well if you have questions by Karen. And call her at 813-831-5673. Lord, I just pray for each and every person listening to my voice that they would just share in the joy of sharing Yeshua the Messiah to the world. And so, Lord, pour out your Spirit on this teaching. May it touch the hearts of each and every person. I pray that they would have a desire for this. I pray, O oh Lord, that you would be their first priority and they would grow in their desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.